Welcome, one and all, to Tech on the Side, a podcast filled with tech tips, tools, tutorials, and everything in between. I am Jason P. Heisel, known across the internet as the Tech Spec. In this week's episode, we will wrap up our series on cleaning up our digital clutter. We will learn a new and even quicker way to create a Google Doc, and we'll check out what was freshly flipped into my Flipboard magazine this past week. We have come a long way to cleaning up all of our digital clutter. I mean, tackling our inboxes was a two-part chore. Now it's time to take on that last big task, Google Photos. If you are new to Google Photos and originally set it up in the way in which your files do not take up space, then you are set. However, if you are like me and have some files taking up space and you are ready to clean that space up, stick around, pull up your sleeves, and let's get into it. In order to check and see how much of the storage space you are using up and where it's being consumed, head on over to Google Drive on a computer and scroll down a little ways. On the left-hand side, you'll see Upgrade Storage. If you click that, Google will give you the rundown of your usage. If your Google's photo section is looking bloated with gigabytes worth of stuff like mine, then step one is to go to photos.google.com forward slash settings. Once you are there, you will need you should have the option to recover storage. This will then show you how much storage you can recover. It doesn't actually start any process yet. When you're ready to start converting the original files over to the high quality, you press the compress button. And honestly, I can say that the convenience of unlimited storage and instant searchable access to all of my photos is well worth the down conversion. It's barely indistinguishable. That being said, I also use Google Photos as a secondary backup of my photos. Okay, once you start the process, and it will ask you a second time before you actually get to start the process fully, it can take up to an hour depending on how many files it is converting. So walk away and enjoy doing something while Google cleans up your storage for you. When you come back to your laptop, your storage should feel considerably lighter. I'm proud of you all for sticking around through this intense journey of cleaning up my digital clutter. I hope this multi-part series has helped you do the same. Now, whenever a year or two passes and your cloud starts filling up again, you at least have the tools to go in and clean it up properly. Topping the stack this week is a hilarious article about how using the latest version of Microsoft Edge browser to download another, Chrome, has resulted in many people getting hit with malware. The short of it, make sure that you are on a verified Google Chrome download page when downloading it on your brand new Windows 10 devices. Rumors continue to fly about what Apple will be releasing this coming Tuesday, October 30th at their event. Most prevalent are the talks of a new iPad Pro, possibly with no home button, a new MacBook Air refresh, a tease of a newly designed Mac mini, And of course, there are hopes of the Apple PowerPad and new versions of the AirPods being released. Not worth holding your breath to see which rumors will be true, but I am excited for the event, per usual. I recently was reading two fascinating articles on Medium, one about innovation and one about the value in not having choice. 
the main takeaway for me from these articles, and I may do a vlog series on the other ideas and wonderings these two articles stirred up, were the concept that innovation is never a single event. It is a long process of discovery, engineering, and transformation. That being said, it made me wonder, when I hear this buzzword, primarily in education, what those who are using it thinks it means. It cannot and will never be a single event. To truly innovate means a continual process of refinement and development, always adjusting and always improving, and learning along the way. The second article about the value of not having choice was intriguing, particularly as many of us in education have attempted to work in more choice into our learning spaces. The main takeaway was the crippling effect that having unlimited choice can cause a person. This article also got me wondering about how in the reality outside of our learning spaces, choice is not always an option, and what and how we are preparing our youth to handle the lack of choice, as well as how to help them discover and determine the best choices. Check out these great articles and more by downloading the Flipboard app today and then search for my magazine, Tech on the Side, as well as finding them and more great content on my blog. Let me know what ideas and wonderings they stirred up for you by either calling in here on Anchor or sending me a tweet at the tech spec. And it's time for the tech tool of the week. This week, let's explore an even easier way to create new documents, sheets, forms, and more outside of going to Google Drive and clicking the big new button. Google has recently launched a new feature. On any browser, you can now type doc.new. That's D-O-C dot N-E-W. If you're logged in to Google on said browser, you will instantly be launched into a new Google Doc. If you were not logged in, it will simply ask you to log into Google and then take you to a brand new doc. Now, while this feature seems like an extra that really isn't that valuable, let me tell you, this one feels like a tool that a power user will really benefit from. It provides at least three less clicks to create in a new document. Now, while I have you here, I should also let you know that it's not just for Google Docs. It will also work for sheets, forms, slides, and even sites. For the most part, the schematic is all the same, form.new, slide.new, sheets.new, sites.new. Give this new technique of creating a go. Let me know if you find it useful or not. It's time for my favorite part of the podcast, under-caffeinated humor. What happened to the guy who couldn't keep up the payments to his exorcist? He was repossessed. Yay! Thank you all for tuning in this week. If you are looking for more Tech on the Side news throughout the week, you can download the Flipboard app today, search for Tech on the Side, and subscribe to my magazine. Get updated content daily and stay on top of the tech and learning world all around you. You can also follow Tech on the Side on Twitter, where I'm posting all of the links freshly flipped into my magazine. And for those of you who prefer Facebook, just search for Tech on the Side and give the page a like. 
find all the articles mentioned in this week's episode on my blog, thetechspecblog.blogspot.com. Each Sunday, I put out all of the articles along with this podcast. Just search for the Sunday Post. And while you're there, take a look at the tech tips and more. If you're listening here on Anchor, please consider favoriting my station or subscribe to my podcast in your favorite podcatching app. Just search for Tech on the Side. If you want to see more from me, hop on any of the social media apps and search for The Tech Spec. That's T-H-E-T-E-C-H-S-P-E-C. As always, stay tuned and stay connected.